0: Oh, hey there, folks. I am Dave Holmes. Welcome to the show that pits teams of funny people against each other in a pop culture battle royale. We're going to throw our contestants through a verbal showdown to determine who has dominance over the societal landscape and thus whose opinions are simply fact. You're listening to Troubled Waters. Our first contestant is an improviser. You can see him performing regularly at UCB here in LA. Kale Hills. Hello. Kale Hills sounds like a farm.
1: Yes. And much like a farm, I grow every day. Great. <laughs> I love
0: it. Kale, you and I did a pilot together.
1: Yes, that was such a treat. That was a it blast. Was fun. Yeah, it was like a short form improv, a very similar to Who's Line kind of thing. Yeah. And it was just a I thought it was a treat from top to bottom. It was. Apparently it was so NBC much didn't fun. agree. Yeah, it was so much fun.
0: <laughs> NBC completely passed on it. Great. Well, you know, maybe on
1: Peacock. Yes. We could try for Peacock. I was going to say, I didn't. we need premium cable. Do you think? Streaming. Yeah. So we're just going to go right past Quibi? (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll
0: skip Quibi. (laughs) I'll be damned. Yeah. You got a real cocky attitude, Cale Hills. Well, you have to. I guess so. Our second contestant co-hosts the wrestling podcast Tights and Fights here on Maximum Fun. It's Lindsay
2: Kelk. Hello. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you.
0: What's going on in the world of wrestling that uh, we should know about? Oh, so much.
2: Just recently we had the Royal Rumble. Right. Which is a very exciting event for yeah. wrestling fans. And how did and just that wrestling fans.
0: all shake out?
2: Uh, there was a rumble. People rumbled. Sure. Um, and then someone won it. Okay. It's pretty great.
0: I mean, it's okay. This is a, a safe space for spoilers. <laughs> who did? Win okay, it?
2: yeah. So Drew McIntyre won the men's rumble, and then Charlotte Flair, daughter of Ric Flair, who I'm oh, sure some people will know, uh, won sure. the women's rumble.
0: I'll be darned. Yeah. Good all for kinds her. of shade, though, right? Oh, and Promos all kinds. and anger. And... Just
2: yep. Shade thrown willy wow. nilly.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, Rate right, the Royal Rumble.
2: Oh, uh, it's a difficult one because the women's was a solid nine out of ten. Wow. It was a great rumble. It's only their third ever one. Okay. The third ever Women's Royal Rumble, which uh-huh. is bonkers. Men's Royal Rumble uh, was a rumble of two parts. The first half was just Brock Lesnar kicking people in the face and throwing them out of the ring uh-huh. for a good 15, 20 minutes. But you could only watch that for so long. Yeah, uh, And then it sort of picked up and hit a second gear. So I would give that more of a six and a half. Wow. Mm.
0: Lindsay's got some notes. I available. do. I have so many. There you go. Ask me afterwards. Our third contestant is an actress you can see on Creep Show and Bosch and a ton of video games. Karen Strassman.
2: Hi.
3: How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank
0: you so much for being here. Strassman or Strassman?
3: I say Strassman because people don't put a U in it. There you go. But some of my family members say Strassman.
0: Okay. Yeah. So a lot of different things so can really be So really, whatever you
3: want to say.
0: Going with Strassman.
3: Depending on your accent.
0: Going to Strassman. Uh, tell me about Creepshow.
3: I was uh, David Arquette's F-buddy. Nice. And uh, yeah, we, uh, we were horrible people in a horrible town, and yeah. we got our comeuppance. Yeah. And it was very bloody and fun, and I got to spend hours on set until four in the morning covered in blood and goo and zombie guts and... Wow. Uh, Horror is so much fun.
0: You know, you're beaming as you talk about it, <laughs> I know.
3: Yeah. and it's funny because I can't watch it because it gives me nightmares. Yeah. I, I don't watch horror, but I love being in horror. I love shooting horror. Uh huh. How is David Arquette? He is. He's wonderful. He's, he's um. He's just fun, authentic, wrestler. professional wrestler. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Great guy. Definitely Great guy.
0: one of my longest-standing and most inexplicable crushes. David Arquette. I think it's It's
1: understandable. Splickable. Do you think?
0: <laughs> I think that's splickable. I don't yeah. know. No? Okay, well, let's meet our fourth and final contestant. I don't know about that. Get to the bottom of it. He's got a monthly sketch show at UCB called Cool Great Fun. You can also check out his music video, Convertible, A Car Without a Roof, performed by his drag alter ego stepmom, it's Chad Westbrook. Hello, Dave. How are you? I'm good. I'm All good. Right. Thanks for having me. Okay, so you're giving me a little bit of guff when it comes to David Arquette.
4: He's got kind of like a snaky, like slimy vibe to me.
0: I think that's it.
4: I, I know. Like, I think people like that. but for I think me, it's that's like, what it is. Like you can't trust him. But I guess it's just like a
0: hookup crowd okay I yeah. don't know I think that's you kind <laughs> of you sleep it right with Dave Arquette yes you don't lock it down You, if it's F Mary kill you F you F him you do not
4: F him
1: uh, Kale, I would. You know what I'm realizing is the crush is not on David Arquette; it's on his character from screen. <laughs>
4: oh,
0: an oh. idiot! Yeah, okay. I, a big idiot. Oh, I would
1: marry that guy
0: in a heartbeat. A uh, big squirrely dum dum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see the appeal. <laughs> yeah, someone you kind of have to take care of. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. We're getting uh, some insight. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, and, and, I, I
3: would jump in and defend David Arquette too, because in life he's actually not that slimy. No, I know. I know. Mean, I
4: know. I'm, yeah, we really he's, just, no, just he's like after. so. Yeah.
3: He is so honest about all of his. Sh-
4: He's yeah, so yeah. honest
3: and down to earth about it, and it's so refreshing as opposed to most people who have all that but try and hide it. Sure. And he's yeah. like, "Yeah, I did that." This is
2: now a David Arquette stand podcast. <laughs> I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. His no, wrestling persona <laughs> is also adorable.
0: <laughs> it's what, say what?
2: He's adorable when he's wrestling now. <laughs> he's great. Is he cur- still tagging? Is he current? Yes. Oh, oh yes. Cool. He's tagging on the indies with a young uh, Canadian wrestler called RJ City. Oh,
0: that's uh, really. They nice. wrestle Arquette
2: City, and they are fantastic. Oh, nice. Is he?
0: Is he good? Is he evil? Is he, um, does he, have, is he a heel he trickery? He
2: seems quite charming. Yeah. RJ is a heel. Okay. So I guess technically they are a heel tag team, but our, um, David tends to be the more delighted. He loves wrestling so much when you're watching it. You can just see how enthused and happy he is to just mm, be doing anything. She's got a special uh, yeah. joy. Great. Yes. George George I think he is a man who's full of joy. I'll be darned. Yeah.
0: We've introduced our players. Now it is time to determine teams. Lately, we have noticed a lot of people find themselves in Troubled Waters, just like the title of this show. (laughs) We've asked our guests to think of someone, it could be a person, it could be a company, it could be a a hallowed institution, that you think needs a cultural life preserver. Each team will champion their cause, whichever proves their point, most forcefully in today's games, will gain the authority, they will rule. Their opinion on this matter will officially (laughs) become fact. Within the walls of this recording studio and your earbuds, it is 100% binding. Okay? Okay. Like, for example, this week I might go with Lizzo, who I think got a little bit of a raw deal at the Grammys. Absolutely. The day, right? Yeah. I mean, how could she not have won Best New Artist, except for the fact that she's been active in recording for at least six years? Yeah. How <laughs> could uh, Truth Hurts not win Song of the Year, except for the fact that it's two years old? Yeah. I think she should have had a much bigger night. Billie Eilish, I think you're terrific. But li- I would go for Lizzo. If, if I were playing, I would go for yeah, Lizzo. Yeah, absolutely. Cale and Lindsay, who or what are you playing for? What do you want to shine a light
2: on? We are going to uh, advocate for the work of Andrew Lloyd Webber.
0: Oh. The, ov- ov- uh, the, mm-hmm. the overall oeuvre of Andrew Lloyd it. Webber. Absolutely. Who is having one motherfucker of a time right now because of cats, mm-hmm. which is legitimately... Absolute garbage, and even worse in the movies. <sighs> yeah, it's... do you not
2: agree, Lindsay? I've seen it three times. You seen I've the movie seen it three, three times. times? Okay. Yes.
0: Did you see the stage show ever?
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Okay. Which did you prefer? Just for the record,
2: they're both abysmal. Right. In their own special, glorious, wonderful, life-affirming way. Right. Would be my take.
0: Yeah, they rewrote a bunch of stuff that they didn't need to rewrite.
2: They did a of things <laughs> they did a i whole... mean none of it needed to happen Right. i think that's where the argument falls down where it's like they changed things they didn't have to yeah they just didn't need to do it
1: right what do you get on the second and third viewing that you do not <laughs> yeah, so the question. first time
2: you see it i feel <laughs> like it's such an overwhelming experience of yeah. what the yeah may i use oh, absolutely. curse words Please. what the fuck is happening yeah. Yeah. from the very opening moments where the Cat is in the clouds. As a as a as a, music, as a film starts, about that. there's a yeah. cat in the cloud made of clouds. And from that moment in, you know exactly what you're in for. But it's every moment of it on in an uh, yes entirely on process. You cannot yeah. figure out what is happening. Uh, the second time you see it, also if you saw it pre-patch post-patch, uh, pre patch or post patch, because. The They had yeah. to send out a, po- a patched version to fix some of the shoddy like special Like the hands effects. and the feet. The <laughs> yeah. hands and the feet and everything. <laughs> yeah. um, so the second time <laughs> I saw it, I guess I was kind of watching for the changes a little bit. And Technical then the viewing. third time I saw it, I took a friend who hadn't seen it. Uh, and we saw it in a completely empty movie theater. <laughs> and I have to genuinely say it was one of the best two hours <laughs> of my life yeah. because yeah. he... I got to watch him experience what I had experienced the first time around whilst singing along, anticipating all the glorious fuck-ups.
1: Yeah, you got to be like when someone does mushrooms
0: for the first time. And
2: And just sits and holds their hand and says, come with me through this magical (laughs) journey What a gorgeous thing. What a gorgeous thing.
0: At what point during Cats did you just fully disassociate, Kale? The cockroaches. Thank you. (laughs) Same here. Same. (laughs) The
1: cockroaches, which are, well, my... (laughs) This is... That's when I first realized the problem of scale in the movie. Yeah, that was a huge issue. I couldn't tell how big or small anything was, and it seemed like it was constantly changing.
4: The human foot in the beginning of the film is (laughs) two centimeters.
0: (laughs) Yeah, And they all exist in a world... That's an empty city where all of the ads are cat puns. They're
2: playing very fast and loose with London geography throughout.
0: I throughout would imagine, the the movie.
2: which was my one thing that kept annoying me, and all my friends kept saying, "That's that's it, that's yeah. the thing," and I'm like there is no train track this goes <laughs> to Big Ben. Yeah. Uh, and really, I should have had. Much much bigger problems, uh, uh, but yeah. So
0: Chad and Karen, yeah. What you got? What are you gonna? What are you gonna defend?
4: We're taking on something that I think hasn't been thought of in a long time. and okay. It's really important. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. We want to bring back
0: Renaissance paintings. Renaissance Ooh, paintings. A long okay. lost art. You yeah. know why is that?
4: No one sits anymore.
0: <laughs> so you just want someone to have to sit for a long period of yeah. time. Yeah. You think to about it, it and you,
3: all these women who take these selfies of themselves naked uh-huh. but nobody has the courage or the patience to sit for days the on a cold yeah. rug in a castle
2: yeah.
3: without any clothes on
0: you've I, actually convinced me already yeah i am on your side to begin with but i'm going to need some more is is there actual like cultural like are we moving away from the renaissance painting th- is the renaissance painting canceled
4: i think yeah i think the world has um has canceled renaissance paintings i think a long time ago actually and we just didn't yeah. really i think people don't people don't sit people don't have patience and it's also like no one trains themselves in that way
0: anymore it's true you know it's very true yeah all right well it's andrew lloyd weber <laughs> versus renaissance paintings yeah thank you why not uh andrew lloyd weber versus renaissance that's those are long uh so let's say cats <laughs> versus sitting. <laughs> Catch is saying. Keep your team names at the ready. You will need them as your buzz in words as we move forward. Let's start the show with a round we are calling Everything's Totally Fact. They say you're entitled to your own opinions, but not your own facts. We here at Troubled Waters disagree. We think you're entitled to whatever you like, honey. So in this round, I want you to show how suited you are to our modern post-truth world. I'm going to give you an honest-to-goodness, objective fact. You have to argue and persuade me that it is wrong. You can use any rhetorical modes you like, okay? Just make it in English, because I'm not that smart. Uh, question number one for Team Andrew Lloyd Webber. Man walked on the moon. Why is that just utter garbage?
2: I mean, it's just not true, is it? <laughs> That's basically <laughs> It's yeah. just not true. I mean, you've not got to dig far into the internet, which I know we all like to do. Mm-hmm. It clearly just didn't happen.
1: Yeah, I also don't believe in the moon landing. Yeah, It was faked on a uh, soundstage. Kubrick shot it. Um
2: good friends with Andrew Lloyd Webber you know
1: what but what I would what I would throw back to you is why do you need him to have done that? It sounds like you really want him to have walked on the moon for some reason and I would just first interrogate yourself and see what's going on to say. Yeah, like, what is it about you that that's so in crucial? you
2: that you need to believe it? Because I think we can all look at the moon and see it. Why do we need to know that yeah. we went there?
1: He walked on the moon. You he know? didn't walk on the moon. I'm practicing self-care in 2020.
2: So <laughs> yeah. it what is the sound of one hand clapping? Yeah. Did we walk on the moon? Mm-hmm. These are things we just have to live with.
0: I truly wish this was a video podcast so you could see the way, <laughs> the accusing way that they are yeah. looking at me. I know. And making me question <laughs> my most closely held beliefs. Uh, team Renaissance paintings. Uh, when the sun is out, it's daytime. Well, why is that? What well, are we I mean, wrong.
3: Well, <laughs> I think that's completely <laughs> arrogant and egocentric. I mean, Thank you. take Fuck our you. friends in China. Now we yeah. see the sun. Oh,
4: hell yeah. Here we are. This is the track. <laughs>
3: see, is it daytime for them just because the sun is out for us?
4: Yeah, wow. Global, think globally. And that's the bumper sticker. <laughs>
0: Again, I'm convinced you guys are really good. I'm glad we have you here. And honestly, you guys were neck and neck. That uh, points in that round go to Team Andrew Lloyd weber Truly, because I'm afraid of what will happen if I don't give them those points. The look is rough. Now let's move on to a round we're calling Weather Predicting Rodent Appreciation Day. Normally, at this point in the show, we would ask our guests to share an amusing anecdote from their lives, reward them for how good they are at talking about themselves. But Groundhog Day is right around the corner, so we decided to change it up a little bit. In the spirit of Bill Murray's non Scrooge holiday hit, we're going to ask you to Russian doll your own life. We want you to think about a day of your life that if you had the chance, you would live over and over again. Okay? And one day. One day. And just give us some highlights. Okay? Uh, and for bonus points, maybe a couple things you might do differently in those time loops to help improve the day. Anybody can just jump right in. I can go. Sure. I mean
4: it feels earnest. Yeah. Is that okay? Yes. Um it's necessary also in promoting drug use. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> the first time I ever did mushrooms was so fun and um uh I think it's like a drug that I, I you don't do a ton in your life maybe maybe you do. But um the first time I did it was with just like a bunch of really close friends out in nature and I felt like oh my god like this like lightness and this like uh like release and connection with friends and all these things. Um, And I was really anxious going into it. And I just remember like that whole day felt like nothing could be better than this. Where were you? How old were you? I was in Big Bear. I was, this was like two years ago. So I would have been 28. I was with like four of my closest friends. We had an Airbnb and like laid in a hammock together, like cuddling under the stars. And it was just like a very perfect mushroom
0: experience. This is the second time mushrooms have come up in this podcast. Really? Are we going to do drugs together? We should. Yeah, It kind of sounds that
1: way. Uh, Anybody else? I would one hundred percent relive my fifth birthday. Ah, yeah, you were on mushrooms. (laughs) Yeah, I was. uh, So I was on mushrooms. Um, I was turning five, and we went to Putt Putt. We did mini golf, uh, which was absolute joy. Uh, The whimsy of the course was amazing to me at the time of course but the main thing i remember was the cake my mom made me like a very nice cake she took a cake and cut the um she cut it into the shape of a dragon and then made it look like the like fire that the dragon Your was mom breathing did that? yeah Your mom's it was cool. very sweet she's a very very kind lady sometimes um <laughs> <laughs> she made the like fire breathing from the dragon be like the can- candy was spilling out of its mouth it was just it was a who, and all my friends were there. Well, that's all you. All these answers are just going to be when you were with the people you care about. Yeah. The only thing I would change is my brother wasn't born yet. I'm a. Star. Oh my god! <laughs> I know everyone's How? awing. <laughs> Unbelievably
0: pure of heart, hills <laughs> uh, Who else has a day that we live over and, and over?
2: People like their families that much. Like we have <laughs> well, so different. But also, I'm trying to go way back to the past. <laughs> no, so. that's true. It's hard. I guess um, if I had to choose a day that I could do over and do it slightly differently, but it was still pretty great was um, last year, I was making a film with ESPN about women wrestlers, uh-huh. and I got to interview a bunch of women wrestlers and a bunch of people from wrestling, including Stephanie McMahon, who is daughter of Vince McMahon, helped run the company, uh, and I got to go to WrestleMania and walk around the ring, and there was a moment during a women's battle royal where we were stood right next to the ring, and one of the very helpful producers who really didn't care if we got thrown out or not was like, get in the ring. And I froze. I was like, I, no. And was like, get in the ring. Cool. Uh, and it just kept coming in my ear and I did not get in the ring. Oh, no. And it remained, like, what was the worst that was oh. going to happen? They were going to pull me out the ring and send us home. They weren't going to, like, put me in jail forever. It remains one of my great disappointments in life. Oh. Could have gotten the ring. Could have oh, been sh- at WrestleMania in a giant stadium. But it was a super, super cool, fun day. Regardless, should have gotten the rain. I think
1: it'll still happen for you. I don't know why. If you you did go, like, if
3: you did relive that moment, like, the perfect way, how would it happen?
2: Oh, I feel like there were so many people in that ring, and as much as I love professional wrestling, that company gives zero shits about their women. They might not have even known. I could have <laughs> been in there for a hot minute. I feel like I could have thrown someone over the top rope, and they would have been like, oh, there's Paige. She's English, too. Now she's blonde. And they would have been okay with it. Uh, but, yeah, I do feel like I would have attempted to like be like, hey, hi, met you <laughs> earlier. Nice to meet you. Over you go. Uh, and I just uh, think I would have had a grand old time.
0: Oh, it's fantastic. I like that idea. Karen?
2: A bunch of years ago, I was
3: on the Big Island in Hawaii, and um, there's a snorkeling place that the locals go to called Two-Step, and I love water. Like, water is swimming in water. So I went, and and they have the... You kind of go off this rock, and there's all this beautiful coral and the fish, and then if you keep swimming a little further, it just drops, and it, there's just miles and miles of ocean. It just drops. And for some reason, I was compelled to swim out there, and I just... Kept swimming. I don't know why. And a little voice in my head said, "Karen, you should, you should turn around, and go back to shore." And part of me was just like, "No, I'm free. I'm swimming." And um, like that, in a split second, I was surrounded by dolphins. Yeah. You're basically Moana. Maybe.
4: No, you but, are. But it
3: wasn't like they crept up on me, and or I saw them coming in a distance. Just like I blinked, and they were. It was like poof, and literally, 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 time stood still. And they and they swam at my pace because they're much faster than a human being, and they just stayed and swam with me and they're swam like at my pace. They're curious about you. Yeah, and they were like as <laughs> they were as close to me. I could have reached out and touched one. I don't know what they thought. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they probably were. They're so smart. Yeah, yeah. they talk like, to each other. Hello. But it was yeah. it was
3: extraordinary. I mean, just wow. it was like time and space and anything I was familiar with just stood still. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I would go back there in a heartbeat. That's beautiful. Yeah.
0: So who won? Dave? Well, that day. Well, I made not want to do mushrooms. Karen made me feel like I was on mushrooms. Yeah. You guys won that one. <laughs> it's one to one so far on Troubled Waters. We're gonna take a quick little break, and we'll be right back.
3: We've all made mistakes in book club, right? You drink a little too much. You don't actually read the book. And if you're under the bubble in Fairhaven. Your individual will get subsumed by the collective.
4: Hey, maybe I just let him go and whip us up some guac.
3: We do not require guac. We require only nutrients and expansion. You will become book club. You will eat, pray, and love with us. Join book club. Bubble, the sci-fi comedy from MaximumFun.org. Just open your podcast app and search for Bubble.
0: Hey, welcome back to Troubled Waters with me, here to argue that Andrew Lloyd Webber is not history's greatest monster, Lindsay Kelk, Kale Hills. And here to make the case that Renaissance painting should come back. Oh, yeah. All right, sure. <laughs> Karen Strassman <laughs> and Chad Westbrook. Our next round is called Not Your Grandma's Oscars. Uh, Word ceremonies are unbelievably boring. That fucking Grammy's the other night almost killed me. If you're, if you're going to make me listen to uh, uh, I Sing the Body Electric from Fame... You can't do it at 11:30. No. Right at the right at the top. You gotta do that <laughs> right, at right at the top when top. I'm nice open. and <laughs> awake. Yeah, you open. <laughs> where they sing the Buddy Electric anyway. Uh, award ceremonies, as I just mentioned, unbelievably boring. A lot of successful people telling a lot of other successful people how successful they are. <laughs> it's a drag. It's all best actor and best actress and best costume design and all that nonsense held together by a host or not if you're the Oscars. dull. So we've decided to offer a way forward with better award categories. I'm going to name the categories I want you to buzz in with your buzz in words, which is sitting in Cats, and tell me who you think ought to win two points for whoever I deem the winner in each category category number one most embarrassing movie to watch with your family cats Cats. So
2: <laughs> it's gonna be hustlers
0: oh yeah tell me why
2: that's a difficult time i mean i had a really unpleasant experience watching uh, inappropriate movies with my family growing up because yeah. we would watch anything and my parents didn't really understand boundaries or limits for children yeah hustlers is just gonna put you in a place where not only is it a little bit awkward to be watching j-lo doing the dancing and all of the other shenanigans, which I don't really watch, watch my parents. But you're going to have to explain a bunch of stuff, too. Yeah, okay. Like, there's going to be a lot of social media explaining. There's a lot of timeline dancing. Uh, and there's also explaining why you own that bikini and that fur coat. Uh, why your parents know that you have that upstairs in your closet. Mm-hmm. Solid. It's a difficult time. Solid
0: choice. Uh, team Renaissance. <clears throat> cats.
4: Cats, why? Okay, this is my experience watching Cats a little bit. It was I started to, uh, and I'm afraid to say this, but... okay. I started to sexualize them. Well, I mean, you have to. Okay. It's normal. Yeah. I don't okay. think it was
2: you. It was because everyone. It was that. The movie, yeah. Yeah. It was
4: the so movie I, begs the question. The movie, yeah, uh, yeah, the, yeah the movie <laughs> begs the question, what if you want to fuck a cat? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the premise of... And I think sitting with your family and experiencing that together. And wanting to fuck a cat. Because everyone wouldn't, no one would communicate it, but I just know that everyone would have that feeling mm-hmm. internally. And then you'd all walk away being like, I thought about having sex with a cat while I was with my family. Yeah,
3: And that's I feel like really letting a cat
4: out of the bag
3: the the more awkward part
2: of that would be that your parents have seen the stage show and the stage show is like a thousand times hornier than the movie yeah that was the only side of it to me where I'm like this isn't horny enough (gasps) oh like, but uh, that's if and I feel like parents and grandparents yeah. are the ones that saw the stage show. Yeah. But so they'd would... be
4: like watching it being like, Ugh, I'm disappointed yeah. I'm not as horny as it's Like I was why is before. this turned to softcore when <laughs> I was
2: expecting some like yeah. legit nuzzling? Yeah.
0: Uh yeah. Chad, which cat specifically did you want to fuck?
4: Uh, I can't remember their names, but the um I think the magician cat got me what's his name? Magical oh, Mr. Uh, well, Mr. Mistophilies. Mr. Mistophiles, yeah. He
0: was yeah, you could tell he was handsome.
4: Yeah. And yeah. he had sort of like a like a I was gonna to try to do like a British, like like um foolish kind of like oh I don't know what's going on.
0: Yeah, like a Hugh Grant effect. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, kind what's, of bumbling. What's yeah. the
4: Elvis one?
3: The Elvis Cat Rumtum Tum Tugger.
0: Rumtum. Tum. The <laughs> rum Tum Tugger. Yeah. Something, something. I don't remember. I remember certain things, but I do him. Well, every oh, Jason right. Rulo? where yeah. they had to like. Digitally ah. erase his... I mean, this
2: is it. they <laughs> digitally <laughs> erased like his Like It wasn't yeah. nearly as horny as it could have been. <laughs> Jeez.
1: I'm interested in Skimbleshank's The Rail meat Cat. The Rail Me Cat. <laughs> see the train? Oh, he's yeah. The, he's he's the, so the, right, yeah he can Yeah, he's going yeah, <laughs> to run the train. Yeah. He's going to run the train.
4: <laughs> Talk about scale. When he was on the train tracks, he was... His whole body <laughs> fit onto, like, one also, of the little Also, like, man. don't
2: Did run on like, train tracks, kids. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. really dangerous.
0: Wild uh, movie. There was also the one who was sort of with Victoria the whole time and we never really got his name. Yeah. Monkle Strap.
2: Munkle oh. Strap. His but, name is Monkestrap, Strap, which is why I think did we just didn't bother. ever say it out loud? No. Why oh, no. would you say it out loud? <laughs> I would also consider changing my name to nothing. Yeah.
0: Munker Strap. All right. Points to uh, the Renaissance for that one. Yes. Yes. You really did make an excellent point. And yes, am I following yes. the real-life people who play both of those characters? Yes. Are you? Yes, I am. Are they handsome? On Instagram. They're both very handsome. Cut They're both this. very handsome. Uh, next category. <laughs> Most foreign film. Not best foreign film. Most foreign film. I mean, cats. I don't disagree with you. (laughs) I truly did not understand what world I was living in. Yeah,
4: that has to be true. I mean,
0: and like the plan was edibles, and then Alamo Draft House. We went on New Year's Day, and it was like it was still a little dusty from the night before. I was like, I might be emotionally too fragile for that experience. I absolutely was. I would still be living in the bathroom of the Alamo Draft House. It was so utterly bizarre (laughs) and foreign and scary and sexy. Yeah, and you
4: feel. Like, like the horniness is weird when it's accompanied with, like, I'm so lost and, like, need some anchor. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Jennifer Hudson with a snot on the face. I know. What was going on there? Yeah. I mean, did they put that on it with felt CGI? Like did, yeah. Oh,
2: I feel like that was her crowning moment. I feel like this is where it all <laughs> makes sense to me because I feel like everyone involved got the phone call. Yeah. Right? And they were like, mm-hmm. it's Tom Hooper. He is an Oscar-winning director. He made Les Mis. Anne Hathaway got the Oscar for his last musical. Yeah. It's Cats. You're going to sing Memory. You're going to do the yeah. Elaine Page. This is the moment. And she Absolutely. was just like, ching, ching, ching. Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. Yeah. This is the best. She just she started came producing in, right just did, Yeah. Like, literally just start drinking a lot of dairy products. You know, g- just get there. Get there. Uh-huh. And then she showed up on the day and was like, and she was in a different film to everyone else, but true. she meant it. And I think that's why Cats is a success because everyone there meant it so bad. So like bad. everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. got the true. call, and on paper, it all made so much sense. I think that's why it has this new second life as, as something people gonna, are going to seek out because everything that's wrong with Cats happens after everyone left.
5: True. You know, it's like
2: everything that happens with the actors and with the performances, no one is half-assing it. No one's phoning it. No one's just like mm-hmm. taking their paycheck today. Everyone there cares so much. That's so insane. It's, he, it's Even now. the poetry yeah. that it's based on is not serious poetry. No. It was p- dumb poetry by a serious poet. Right. I have an English degree, people. Let me use it. Like, it's, he was a very serious poet, T.S. Eliot, and then he was like, I'm just going to make these cute, funny poems about my cats. Yeah. <laughs> and somewhere, I assume hell, uh, he is laughing. He is laughing well, loud and proud. To oh, the yeah. first National and Bank the, of Hell. Everyone it's go around gorgeous. and say if you think
1: T.S. Eliot is in hell.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he was very close I with think, Ezra Pound. I'm going to call that a tie the...
0: because I think we all agree it's <laughs> uh Finally, a film you figure most other panelists have forgotten about. Y'all already. Y'all,
4: all Y'all done, <laughs> all, done already. Y'all done. already forgot about Doolittle.
1: Kind of true.
4: I mean I wanna say no. <laughs>
1: and, no, because Dan Greger wrote it.
4: I know. Well, I'm not this is no shade on Dan Greger.
2: Yeah, and John Cena is in Doolittle, the professional wrestler, so, so we're and both I, actually I intimately to- <laughs> I would love to forget Doolittle, but every time it comes up on my t- I apparently accidentally hearted it on Twitter and it just keeps <laughs> coming back to haunt me and it's like, you seen it yet? Yeah, did you like, see it yet? We know you didn't, because no one did. Did you see it yet? And it's I could stand for Doolittle to Doolittle,
1: Doolittle is step emailing back. you like it's a Democratic yeah. presidential candidate. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's like, hi Lindsay, do you have eight dollars?
1: Lindsay, we need you now. <laughs> um I think the movie everyone's forgotten is underwater.
0: Oh wow, yeah.
1: And what's so cool crazy was is I think the movie has even forgotten itself because yeah. <laughs> I, I saw it and it's like a memory of a memory of alien and Along the course of the film, uh, I think it's, it's, it forgets like what has happened. And it's like, <laughs> oh, right. Um, so we're still just underwater, I guess. Oh, my God. Like- we're in the middle of a movie right <laughs> now. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's finish this.
3: I don't even think I remember hearing about it. Kristen yeah. Stewart. I must have heard about yeah. it. Yeah,
4: The trailer w- had OO and it did all the letters. You know, trailers do. That was its big iconic moment for me. Which is just U. the alien thing. U-N. U-N-D. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. did the alien mm-hmm. thing. Okay. It's a
0: rip. Okay. Solid. Points in that round. Oh, boy. This is a tough one. This is a very tough one. I'm going to give it to Cats just because now I'm fucking thinking about, what's his name? Monka Strap? Monka Strap. Monka Strap. (laughs) He's got a song in the original musical, right? He must. They all do.
2: I mean, he sings a lot. He sings uh, the Gumby Cat. He sings Jenny Anydots' song. Yeah, but that's not his song. I know. He's just the worst. He's Uh. the dirt worst in that movie. (laughs) But it, what and an then asshole. It's like, who
0: but, made you, who put you in charge? No one. But they, So they each, here's what blew my mind. They each do their audition to die, right? Yes. Like they, mm-hmm. it's two hours of,
2: they would like to go and each die. Each one going yeah.
0: and like, auditioning to, to, and to die. And then they pick one and she dies. She goes up, 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 up to the heavy, yeah. side, the heavy side layer. <laughs> and then, and then Judy Dench turns to us and says, in summary, cats are not dogs.
2: Looks Goodnight. directly at camera <laughs> yeah. and says
0: and dogs is coming full out disclosure. Next <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cats yeah. are some no, are big we, and we some are small and they're
2: not dogs. About on Tights and Fights, how this is why the wrestling community has embraced cats so strongly is because cats is wrestling. Oh yeah. Like oh, wow. each colorful character comes out, cuts a promo on the other cats and then just fucks off and it's like there's no there's no real payoff to everyone cats else's is the
1: Royal Rumble it's the Royal
2: Rumble and it's like why do they want to die and why do the cats that are really happy with their life why would Buster for Jones want to be reincarnated he, he seems, seems like he's having a grand old time like he's
0: having a ball why would Shanks want really... to go off and into then, the
2: atmosphere then, so then
0: Grisabella goes up 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 <laughs> to yeah. the heavyside layer. she gets she's to been come back shamed. and live the life that she has always dreamed yeah, of because she was to into
2: the heavyside layer. that life is going to end so then why yeah well then I, she's just
4: fucked I have a huge strong theory and I know that I'm right that they're already dead in the movie and it's
1: about getting back to be
4: alive.
2: Oh, so it's a okay. purgatory situation. And it's
4: like cats have
1: Oh, and that's lives. why the streets are like vaguely yeah, like London but not
0: actually. So, yeah. yeah. Oh. Like a dream one, like a memory London. A purgatory yeah, cats. Exactly. But then
3: going back to the end, what would be the advantage of being a dog? Like, There's no does, advantage this to this being doesn't a dog. Happen that's what dogs? Judy
2: Dench wants to let you know. Yeah, this yeah, doesn't happen to just dogs. The rabbits I... are or I'm a cat person and I really felt like the anti-dog propaganda at the end was a bit much. It was. You know, I'm like, you know what? No one's here because they don't like cats. Judy, right. back it up.
0: It, yeah. It's just, it's it's a song at the end where she just like tells you everything about cats yeah. and it has nothing to do with what's come before. Yeah. And twice, she's like, cats are not dogs. And it's not even really. Nobody s- thought they were. And that's nobody not even, it's not even commentary. Were. It's no. just like, they're not dogs. Yeah. They're not do- like,
4: give they're it they're some salmon
0: do- It's Cats are not dogs.
4: Like that, like she does, yeah. I know that you can't see what I just yeah. did, but like, just, a, like, like, but like a knowing look, a knowing yeah. glance. And then they repeat yeah. the
2: line with a chorus with yes, like a very yeah. slow, grand, gravitas laden chorus to remind you most. once again: in fact, a cat is not a dog.
0: Fucking bad shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay, great. what are the scores? Christian Duenas Oh my god, Andrew Lloyd Webber has seven. Renaissance paintings has five. That's okay. Now it's like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Game is young. It's time for a round. We're calling another round. Bites the dust. The Oscars are one week apart from the Super Bowl this year, so it's a perfect opportunity to celebrate the frequent hybridization of sports and cinema that is the sports movie. Don't care about sports, love sports movies. In honor of that, our writers have scoured the internet for lists of some of the greatest songs from sports movies. Right. So this is very simple. We're going to play a clip of a song from a sports movie, we'll ask you a trivia question, maybe from the song, maybe from the movie, buzz in with your team name when you know the answer. If you are correct, you will get a point. If you are wrong but you have a funny answer, you might get a point as well. Let's find out together. This looks like a room that's gonna Kale, well. No, Kale is going to destroy this. <laughs> you think? Maybe. Yeah, Kale's, yeah. Yeah. Let's find out. Uh, kicking it off with a football movie, the 2000 comedy, The Replacements, starring Keanu Reeves, John Favreau, Orlando Jones, Gene Hackman. It's a story of um, scab football players. I guess there's a, a, a football union strike or something. And they try to finish out the season for the fictional Washington Sentinels during that strike. Here is a clip of the movie's players in jail after a bar fight against the striking players. And then I spent so many nights
3: thinking how you did me wrong.
2: And I grew strong. And you know I hate this damn song. I learned how to get along and so
5: you back. From outer space, I just walked in. Is <laughs> this like the
0: sports movie equivalent of when they dance around a table in like Practical Magic? The nice. That scene in like every woman's yeah. movie? Okay. We always have to bring it to that. Here's the question. Gene Hackman stars as the coach in that movie. What other famous sports movie did Gene Hackman previously star in as the coach? Oh. Sitting... I'm just gonna guess everything on this one. Um, I'm gonna say Rudy. What's that? No, incorrect.
2: Oh, cats! I was gonna guess. Bring it on.
0: Nope. No. No. Gene Hackman and Bring It (laughs) On. (laughs) What a different movie that would be.
2: Got time for that? Is there time to remake that? Can we do
0: that? Oh, I mean, they're gone. Don't (laughs) worry about it. Everything will come back around. Uh, One more, Kale.
1: Gene Hackman is the coach in The Longest Yard. No. Gene
4: Hackman is the coach and um, the, uh, uh, the Bears, the Baseball Bears. The
3: Baseball <laughs> bears. The no. bears? bears. The Bad News Bears. Bad News Bears. He could have. Baseball. Coulda. That's a good one. Could
0: have. I like the sound of it. Karen, you want to take a swing? Well,
3: he didn't, but I just want to say Field of Dreams for everything. Oh, no, in fact.
0: It was Hoosiers.
2: Oh, yeah. No. Hoosiers. Oh, that's a film. Of course.
0: Uh, for a bonus point, uh, in what other famous football movie did John Favreau play a football
2: player?
3: Sandra Bullock what was that movie I want,
1: I want this for you so badly it's the blind side is it the blind well, side well that's the Sandra Bullock movie.
3: but that's not I a football movie. movie it, it is, football is a football
1: movie the it blind a side
0: movie. no but that's also that's, <laughs> not true. that's not true though. that's not it though uh, he was younger he was younger it was like let's say it was 93 like Rudy. Rudy. Rudy is correct. I don't know who got it first. It, Chad, yeah, Chad? It first. Yeah. Point to you, Chad. All right. Question number two. In 1989, the baseball comedy Major League was released in theaters. It starred a young and handsome Charlie Sheen, Wesley Snipes, Corbin Burnson, Renee Russo, Dennis Haysbert. Uh, the film was written and directed by David S. Ward, a longtime Cleveland Indians fan who said he wrote the movie just because he wanted to see his team actually win for a change. Let's hear a clip of Charlie Sheen's character's theme song, "Wild Thing" by The Trogs It was, yeah. <laughs> of course, X doing Wild Thing by the Trogs, the theme song of Charlie Sheen's character in Major League. Uh, there were three films in the Major League franchise. The question is, can you name the third one?
4: <laughs> oh. Major League 3. Oh, Chad. Three. <laughs> it's colon. Got three. colon. It's got a
0: colon. That's the end. Major League 3. colon. It's got Let's get right through the colon. Uh, no. Wow I'm then. not
2: from here. I feel like <laughs> I don't know. okay, what are our
1: options? Major League. Major League Two Minor League. Major League Three <laughs> Global Ball. <laughs> it's something international.
0: You would you you might have just blazed right past it. Oh like a fast the Triple pitch. A's mm, sort of. Major League Three the Minor Leagues. You are <laughs> so close. You're so warm. I am A league swinging. of its own. No. Yeah, that's a sequel.
3: 10,000 leagues.
0: <laughs> Under the minors. Under the... No, it was Major League Back to the Minors. To the close. Uh, so close. Uh, so you close. Know, you yeah, Kale kind of got there, so yeah. it's kind of a point to you. Uh, yeah, okay. For a bonus point, a bonus real point, Wesley Snipes did not return for Major League 2. He was replaced by Omar Epps. Can anyone name the character that they both played? I, I, by the way, if you gave me all day, I couldn't. Yeah, no the answers, I probably saw it. Answers no. Yeah, the answer is no. <laughs> and you know what? Your answer is correct, so you do get the bonus point. The answer is uh, Billy uh, Willie Mays Hayes. Oh, so never would have gotten that in 100,000. Clever though. Okay, I think uh, the '80s underdog classic, The Karate Kid, is now being developed for a Broadway musical because, of course, it is. Oh dear. Uh, the book is being penned by the original writer of the movie, Robert. Robert Mark Kamen, that's too many names, means we might be able to anticipate a stage number variation on this Bill Conti song, maybe the least subtle Bill Conti song of all time, and that's saying something.
5: God
0: damn it. That's is a fucking that's a classic i'm sorry but yeah, i need that to see that oh, yeah. slaps the booth just
1: got so lit you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lit.
0: use lit Kale. and slaps in the same sentence isn't it yeah. cool <laughs> peak, peak millennium I'm, cool in, I'm in middle school <laughs> <laughs> all right so who wrote and performed the theme song for karate kid part two glory of love which is literally parenthetically titled theme from karate kid part two Andrew. Yeah. these are hard i know <laughs> they're very hard can we have the year i'd say andrew lloyd webber yeah i would say 86-ish. 86 ish 87 maybe Nenna. Nah. <laughs> no it's <was> not <laughs> she had one hit it was in 1983 and then she went away <laughs> she didn't die that was a rumor people said she died she didn't and yeah, chad did Mikey. stop saying that <laughs> from well, the life don't commercials look, ads don't feel like you're dead to me <laughs> okay. uh glory of love does anyone remember the song that's the glory of love. <laughs> no, no, no. That's power we of love. We that <laughs> From Back to the Future, part yeah. one. <laughs>
2: Which was Huey Lewis in the Lewis. news. Which is, of course, Huey Lewis in
0: the news. Who, by the way, I just got to profile for Esquire's as, uh, oh, hell yeah. issue. Hell yeah. I'm so excited. I just saw the printout yesterday. <gasps> the photos wow. are gorgeous. Oh my God. He turned 70 this year and he's still <gasps> so fucking <gasps> yeah. hot. Yeah. It's wow. crazy. But anyway, that's beside the point. <laughs> no, the it's glory not. glory of love. <laughs>
1: The uh, Thompson twins. No. Yeah. Peter Sager. Shh.
0: Oh God! Come Seriously? On. No. You're so close though. Genesis. Peter Seagal. Peter Gabriel. No. 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 Something Sager. You're not. You're not fucking leaving this studio until you get so close. Pete. Sampras. No. Sager. Pete no. Sager. Pete. no. Pete. No. Pete. Peter. Peter. Peter Piper. Piper.
2: Gabriel. A,
4: A, B, C, D, Mm. B, C. Mm. Peter, K, K. Peter, Ch, Ch.
3: (laughs) S. Peter, S. Peter, S.
4: Peter, Ch. Peter, (laughs) Ch. Peter, (laughs) Ch. Peter, Seal.
3: (laughs) Sapris.
4: Peter, Sapris. Peter, (laughs)
3: Sapris. Peter,
0: Sapris. You're (laughs) saying a long (laughs) list of things, (sighs) but you're you're trying to sum things up. So you would say. Summary. Peter. Oh, oh, Peter! Oh, a long
4: list of things, and, and then, then in sees. in summation, et cetera.
3: It <laughs> Peter, et cetera. Peter, cetera. Peter Cedric, Peter Cedric, Cedric, Peter, Peter Cedric, Peter Cedric, Cedric, etcetera,
0: etc listener, I'm I'm with you, I'm with you, listener, I'm tearing my hair out as well. Listener, calm down, Monk Rat.
5: No!
3: <laughs> it's Strap. Peter
0: Cetera. Sitera! Oh. Am I in a room full of people who've never heard of Peter Cetera? I've Guess. never Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I know you just turned 30 and stuff. But Jesus Christ you've heard of Peter Cetera.
4: I you know, I
0: I'm I'm no
1: dummy. And I'm no angel, <laughs> but I haven't. The only wow. song Chad has ever heard is the Don't Call Me Angel song from the Charlie's new family. Charlie's Angels. <laughs>
5: Jesus. What a How beautiful does that go, by
3: the way? That
0: came mm. it. It's oh, awful. I know. Uh, it's, uh, but that... if there's a job op. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, give okay. Cats a
3: point for Thompson Twins, though. I like that. <laughs> yeah,
0: that was solid, but no real points. No, so there are three no, Karate real. Kid sequel films. There's a sequel series, Cobra Kai. Hilary Swank starred in the next Karate Kid and then went on to win her second Oscar in what other sports fighting movie? Being, being uh, Cats. Uh, Big million, m- million Dollar million, Baby. Million yeah. Dollar Baby! baby! <laughs> did you
1: know here's a little fun tiny little tidbit we don't have time no, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no honestly it is the hugest waste of time what? the house that Hillary Swank lives in in Million Dollar Baby is the house that um, Shailene Woodley lives in in Big Little Lies oh wow oh. Yeah. Oh. what oh, a terrible yeah. house
5: oh that's cool.
3: kind of fun
1: right that's one of those yeah. facts where you go
5: oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's
3: happened to me I've shot a movie and then seen another movie with the same location that I it's shot yeah, it it's just fun. Fun. It's fun
5: it's
0: just Hollywood alright question number four last one the uh, sports comedy film Cool Runnings, about the first Jamaican Olympic bobsled team, was a hit in 1993. Jimmy Cliff did a cover of I Can See Clearly Now on the soundtrack of that movie. It reached the top 40. But fans may remember this song from the movie more clearly.
1: <laughs> Some people say you know them can't believe. Jamaica, we have a bobsled team. We are yes. the wonderers. I know I'm junior. You sunk. Uh, the fastest of the fastest
4: of Jamaican sprinters. Go to Olympics fight for Jamaica.
0: Okay. So, uh all right. So Cool Runnings was the last film released prior to the death of what famous comedian who starred in that film as the coach, Irv Blitzer? Um uh
1: Cats uh, Phil Hartman. No. Great guess.
0: But I mean Oh, Cats John wrong. John so, Candy. Really <laughs> is it John Candy? John Candy is correct. Wow. <laughs> this is
2: my best friend's favorite movie in high school and now I have to call it.
0: There you go. <laughs> Knew that friendship would pay off. Eventually. Uh, what year did the original Jamaican bobsled team go to the Olympics?
4: Uh, sitting. Yeah. 1985.
0: Mm, not an Olympic year, but. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. 84. <laughs> year. No. 86. Also, no.
2: 88.
0: Yay! <laughs> okay, let's that. recap those scores. I thought that before you said it. Uh, Andrew Lloyd Weber has 10 points. Renaissance painting has seven. I don't care.
3: It's <laughs> <Take> a, <break. laughs> a, a lucky number, though. Yeah. Yeah. It is. A, it's
0: yeah. very, unless you want to win unless against the time. <laughs> uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> one
1: two one two
0: three. Hi, everybody. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. We're both doctors. And Nope, just me. Okay, well, Sydney's a doctor, and I'm a medical enthusiast, and we create... Okay. Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine.
1: Every week I dig through the annals of medical history to bring you the wildest, grossest, sometimes dumbest, tales of ways we've tried to treat people throughout
0: history. Lately we do a lot of modern fake medicine because everything's a disaster, but it's slightly less of a disaster every Friday right here on MaximumFun.org as we bring you Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. And remember, don't drill a hole in your head. Hey, welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us, playing for the idea that Andrew Lloyd Webber should be revived or uh, not ridiculed, given a constantly. Kennedy Center honor. Kennedy Center honor. Who, I bet, I bet he already has one, right? No. Do they only give that to Americans? It, I actually I don't the, know.
1: I think it's an American thing. Okay,
0: yeah. cool. Well, so. he has whatever is closest to it. And if he doesn't, he will definitely get it in a Trump fucking presidency. Can we agree? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Cale <laughs> Hills and Lindsay Kelp, Karen Strassman and Chad Westbrook are playing for Renaissance Painting. As we move on to a game we're calling Movie Life Coach, whether you like sports or not, there is something about the inspirational speeches that on-screen coaches give their players. When the chips are down, the odds are stacked against them really get our blood a-pumping. Let's hear from one of the greatest of all time, Gene Hackman, who, of course, we all remember from Hooters. Hooters? Hooters. (laughs) Big tit. (laughs) Forget about the crowds, the size of the school, their fancy uniforms, and remember what got you here. Focus on the fundamentals
4: that we've gone over time and time again. And most important, don't get caught up thinking about winning or losing this game. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says at the end of the
0: game, in my book, we're going to be winners. Okay. So you get it. You yeah. got it,
2: right? It is funnier if you think about him talking to a bunch of vintage
0: yeah. waitresses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
4: encourage you guys to hit the 15 second back button. So here's what we're going to do.
2: Here's what we're going to do. We asked our
0: listeners to send in some things in their life that they need a pep talk about. So we got them lined up in this imaginary locker room. We're going to ask you, our teams, to play the role of an inspirational coach and give them the motivational speech that they need to get through whatever is hassling them in their lives. We'll start with you because you're a little bit behind Renaissance painting, And they're
4: behind in the they're
0: game. Just, they're just, they're, you know, yeah, they're, no. they're having a rough time. They need, they need a sports coach pep talk from a sports coach. All right. You know one of those sports coaches. Yeah. I'm real good with sports talk. Okay, at Janessa Nerd says, I would love a movie-style pep talk for getting out of bed on a cold morning oh, when I'm snuggled and curled up with my cat. Okay. Team, Renaissance Painting, your time starts now.
3: Hey, sweetie. Oh, I feel you, girl. Is it a girl or a guy?
0: Uh, <laughs> Either <laughs> way, you know, I mean. Well, this is part, of it. this <laughs> is part
3: of it. What's their name? Uh, I Janessa, to to at
0: Janisa Nerd.
3: At Janessa Nerd, hey, I feel girlfriend. you because I have the same problem. Yeah. So so I'm, I'm coming at this with compassion, you know, starting off at your level.
4: I am gonna take this blanket right now off of you. Feel that, that's colder now. Yeah, and you gotta, you gotta
3: feel the refreshing air of a new day. Yeah. You know, and you gotta also let your cat set her free. Set that animal free. I am gonna you know? take
4: your cat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your cat's gonna be in the other room until you can get out of bed.
3: And that cat, you know, if that cat stays on that bed too long, that's going to be a fat cat. And you don't want to do that to your animal. You know, you want that animal to get up and get out into the world and run across the room. And that can give you motivation to run across that room, too. To run into the kitchen. Put water in the coffee pot. Smell that coffee. Get out those kittles for the cat. Kittles! And bits. Yeah! And throw them in that cat bowl and let them just tumble over the side and see your cat jump up high in the air and catch that kibble right in its mouth a victory
0: jesus I am gonna, was, i'm gonna i'm gonna take i'm gonna take your i'm gonna take your hands <laughs> yeah. that was that was beautiful that was unbelievably beautiful an inspiring coach and her weirdly <laughs> menacing friends <laughs> enjoyed it you got a couple points for that one. Uh, okay. Team Andrew Lloyd Webber. Ann Coburn says, get me through this entire 2020 election cycle. Got your work cut out for you. Inspire oh, her.
2: God. I mean, I strongly feel that as an English person, I should just be able to give you a stern look. But since this has to be a speech. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get through this together.
1: Absolutely. Right? All we have is each other. All we
2: have is each other. It's not going to be easy. There's no time for sugarcoating here. There's yeah, no time. And
1: if you wanted us to tell you it was going to be easy, you're shit out of luck. <laughs> Because it's not.
2: No. This is going to be hard. This is going to hurt.
1: It's going to hurt, but is it going to be worth it?
2: It's so going to be worth it.
1: Is it going to be worth it to fight for what is right?
2: Yeah. And you know, if you don't get out, what's that going to do? Who else are you going to leave in this? The
1: only thing we have control over is what we do. You don't have any control over what happens.
2: But the only way to make a difference is for us to all get through this together. Yes, it's annoying to get an email, another email from Pete Buttigieg asking for $8. I'm not giving you $8, Pete. I'm not. No. But what I am going to do is give you my attention. And what we're all going to do is give you our attention, not necessarily, Pete. I mean, come on. Yeah.
0: But If he gets it, listen.
2: If yes. he gets it, he can have all of my $8. He can have the whole $8. But what's important right now is we're all struggling but we've all got a band together. There's no time for napping. There's no time for scrolling by. We have to pay attention to this.
1: And we're going to Iowa. (laughs) And we're going to Wisconsin. Oh, I became solid. an American
2: citizen last year <laughs> So that I could give this speech And say no to the worst timeline We'll get through this together
1: All you have is your voice and You better fucking use it you better goddamn use
0: that thing 25 points to you on that oh,
2: <laughs> There's no yeah. so chance yeah.
0: Point to you
2: Or Chad will fucking take your cat solid. Solid.
0: I am gonna go ahead and grab that <laughs> yeah. Team Renaissance Painting At Sheep Launcher At Sheep Launcher says i need a pep talk on how to stand up to the person who microwaved fish in the office
4: (gasps) all right get your ass in gear and do it
5: (laughs) very
3: quick (laughs) 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 you know get up and chew some raw garlic walk over to that person and go Fight fire with fire.
4: Bottom line is you have an issue, it sounds like, with confrontation. And this boils down to something in your past that you're not confronting. I think you don't want to confront yourself. I think if you march your fucking ass into, I don't even know, where do you work? I'm gonna imagine it's a big dome. (laughs) A bunch of desks stand center and demand that whoever is doing that step forward. You look him square in the eye and you say, "Stop
3: microwaving, microwaving fish, that mackerel."
4: I'm a human, and I and I don't want to smell that.
0: <laughs> you know, and if Paul fails, a... <laughs> eat beans for lunch and I sit guess, next to him. I guess. Why wow, that really ended on it's such a such a soft <laughs> note. <name. laughs> Such a vulnerability. <laughs> I think it
4: was like it was kind of like an emotionally, you know, open place. Yeah,
0: I felt like you needed it as much as, right. as Sheep Launcher <laughs> did. Thirty-one <laughs> points. <laughs> uh, finally, Team Andrew Lloyd Webber at classy-looking Nerf herder on Instagram says, "I could always use a pep talk that my work is good and not a pile of shit, so I should just get started, even though I'm scared it's going to be a pile of shit." them up, guys. You know, is in your hands.
2: Yeah, this is a tough one. I, as well as being a wrestling podcaster and cats aficionado, I'm an author. So I spend a lot of time looking at a blank page, mm-hmm. thinking everything that's coming out is a piece of shit. Oh, boy. And it's not easy. It's, it's hard. But to borrow from Chad, <laughs> this is on you. Yeah. Only you right now believe that what you're going to do is a piece of shit. No one else can tell you it's a piece of shit because it's in your head. It doesn't exist yet. It's your work. Who's going to tell you it's a piece of shit? Nobody. Because it doesn't exist. So you've got to look inside yourself. You've got to talk to yourself. Mm. Mm. You've got to ask. Yes. If what you're doing is important. Oh, yeah. Do you have something to say? <laughs> Amen. Does the world need to hear it?
1: Preach it to me.
2: Why is this thing important to you? Yeah. Uh. Uh-huh. And if it's important to you, maybe it's important to someone else. Oh, I needed that. Maybe this work <laughs> that's inside of you that you're afraid to release, maybe is the one thing that's going to change someone's life. Yeah! And you're withholding it because of your own fear? Who? <sighs> Who are you to keep this work from the world? Amazing the world deserves this work. The world needs this work and you cannot release. hold it back from them. Let it go, let it out, Bear let it loose. Grace. Create this work, reach your potential, do it for everyone. You got. I
0: mean, that was a crescendo <laughs> that you just fucking did. And you're actually crying,
2: Lindsay. <laughs> I'm <It laughs> wearing mascara and it's going to go badly. You made yeah. yourself
0: cry oh, with your I believe own, my own
2: bullshit. inspirational 100%. talk. You're a
0: regular, regular Richard Simmons. <laughs> 87 points on that one. So okay, let's recap I our scores. Uh, that is the end of that. Let's recap our scores. Uh, Christian's doing the math. Scores are as follows. Yeah, followed. it's tied. Edward <laughs> Webber, 123. <laughs> Renaissance painting, 45. I did some kind of weird math puzzle that gave uh. us a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Oh, how exciting. Oh, oh, cool. yeah. What a thrill. Yeah. You find that kind of thing in, like, Games Magazine That's or something. That's something <laughs> you know about just, yourself now. Yeah. I'll be damned. Well, congratulations. And Andrew oh. Lloyd Webber, by the way, is his reputation is totally fixed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Meanwhile, Amazing.
0: your feelings on him are 100% fact now.
1: Evita He's is good.
0: Good. Evita is great. Yeah. Um, uh, Phantom of the Opera is great. Sunset yeah. Boulevard. Sunset nothing Boulevard better. literally the best thing that ever happened. There's nothing that's better. Uh, okay. So now, before we go, let's all plug what we want to plug. And then, just to offset the ego karma... Let the world know about something that you love that someone else made that you want everyone to know about. We'll start with you, Lindsay.
2: Uh, I would love to plug uh, myself. Uh, well, yeah. So yeah, I am on the internet at Lindsay Kelk and Tights and Fights, the wrestling podcast I co-host there. Uh, and for someone else, oh my goodness, there's too many, but I am going to choose my friend and inspiration, uh, Danielle Radford, who is a fellow co-host of Tights and Fights. She is also a writer for Screen Juggies and on her host, she writes the Honest Trailers uh, and she is fantastic. So go follow at Danielle Radford on Twitter also because she is the best.
0: Truly great. Truly. She has been on this show and I love her. Yay. She's great. Cale Hills.
1: Um, I'm online on Twitter and Instagram at Kale Hills. You can see me perform at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater with my Herald team. Most Mondays, we're called Pony. You can see me and Chad the second Monday of every month at 11 in a show called Queer World, which is the only show at UCB with an all-queer cast. Um, so that's where you can see me. And, uh, other things in the world that are good are the Greta Gerwig episode of Script Notes. Ah. Very helpful, very oh. genuine. And uh, your public library—always uh, remembering and forgetting, and then remembering again—how much stuff there is at the library. It's so great. Yeah, right you can get the New York Times for with a free subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the whole Criterion collection. There's a lot. Cool. It's so great. So apparently,
3: cool. more people went to public libraries in 2019 than went to the movies.
0: Is that true? I it's read that such today. such an important this resource. Morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. the downtown one. Been to the downtown. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah, it's so beautiful. But they have a kiosk at the front desk that is that will um, you press a button and it spits out a short story. Oh, cool! And it can be like a one-minute read or a five-minute read, uh, or one for kids. That's fun. It's mm-hmm. so great. It's like long, oh, like a CVS fun. receipt,
4: just like on a lunch break kind of thing. Pop yeah. in, and yeah, that's really it's cool. So
0: cool. It's so cool. I love that. Thank you for that, Cale Hills. Mm. You're a gem, uh, Karen Strassman.
3: Uh, you can follow me on Twitter oh. at, at Karen Strassman, Instagram at Karen Strassman, Strassman. Don't actually go to that Facebook page. page. <laughs> that is garbage. That
0: not take it's, you anywhere. But
3: it's cool because nobody in the world has my name, so if you find my name. It's everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Um, Resident Evil 2 Remake is really fun. I play it. Um, Annette Birkin. Uh, you can see me on Creepshow, Bosch. Penny Dreadful, um, and the Onania Club by Tom Six will be coming out soon. Um, my very favorite charity is the Covenant House, and they house um, homeless youth. And not only do they give them a place to stay, but they literally give them an education, give them a high school degree, give them whatever they need to create a life for themselves. And um, that's you just go online and go on the Covenant House. Um, it's a beautiful beautiful charity
0: um yeah thank you karen everybody's good and pure of heart in here don't fuck it up
4: I just do two things of myself. Um, follow, you can follow me at, at Chad Westbrook everywhere. Um, I want to just say again, I, I made a music video called Convertible, A Car Without a Roof. Um, it's my drag persona stepmom. Um, it's my favorite thing I've ever done, and I love it. Check that out. Um, and then I want to promote, K.L. Hills did a um, 73 questions, like Vogue 73 questions video. It's one of my favorite things on the internet, oh, thank whether you, I or not he's that. my friend. It's so um, funny. It's so good. It's just a one-shot take, and it's like in a beautiful home, and it's so well done. It's
0: so funny. Where huh? do you find it? YouTube?
4: Um, YouTube, and it's on his Twitter. Yeah, YouTube, Vimeo, Twitter. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: cool. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Thank you, guys. Cale Hills, Lindsay Kelk, Karen Strassman, Chad Westbrook, thank you for playing Troubled Waters. You there with the AirPods. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Cale Hills... I'll see ya. <laughs> Lindsay Cowan. Hi. Karen Strassman. Au revoir. Chad Westbrook. Welcome. Let's start this.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the music
0: is USA versus White Noise by Lady Tron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. And our producers are Christian Duanez and Laura Swisher. And we love you.
5: Bye.
3: MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.